Hi, I'm David Stoker, and I want to welcome you to the Better Life and Recovery hashtag Hope Dealer Movement podcast. As a visible and vocal member of the recovery community since 2009, I'm frequently asked questions and for advice from people all the time. Some are curious, some are still using, some are in recovery, and some people just care about somebody who's currently struggling with a hurt habit or hangout. If people in my community have those questions, I guarantee that people everywhere are looking for answers as well. We started this podcast to give you answers and support because not only is recovery real, it is amazing. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Better Life and Recovery hashtag Hope Dealer Movement podcast. My name is David Stoker and today I'm joined by Josh Lean in the house. And today, Josh is going to be introducing you to the topic we are going to be speaking about today. Yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, creating healthy rhythms in our life, you know. Um, and when I think about this, you know, I, I think about really uh, pre-recovery in my life and how, how my life was so chaotic, right? There was really no structure. There was no rhythm to it. <clears throat> and um, just recently, I, I've dived into a couple books written by a guy named Pete Scherzo, who wrote Emotionally Healthy Leader, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And in it, he talks about creating these healthy rhythms. And uh, he, what he calls it is a, is a rule of life. And uh, I kind of want to just dive in, into that today. What is, um, like, what is your, like, do you have a, a rhythm in your life? It's the rhythm <laughs> of the night. Anyway. Woo! <clears throat> <laughs> so when it comes to rhythms, uh, I think so. I mean, there's mm-hmm. some things I definitely do, like trying to wake up early, start my day with a, uh, um, I, I like to do a gratitude list, mm-hmm. three things mm-hmm. I'm grateful for. Uh, so wake up early, mm-hmm. uh, about a half hour, 45 minutes before I need to really start getting ready. And I start coffee. Mm-hmm. And while the coffee's going, I write down three things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and why, mm-hmm. and I might draw a picture. I might, because I kind of like right. to, uh, kind of, kind of mix it up a little bit and sure. make it personal. Sure. Right. And then I get my cup of coffee mm-hmm. and I sit there and I, I, I enjoy it mm-hmm. for about 15, 20 minutes. And I try to meditate on those things that I'm grateful for that day and give thanks to my creator for mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. That's you know? good. That's good. I mean, and I try to, like I said, mix it up. Like one day it could be, um, a vehicle that gets me from A to B. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, who was one of the strongest people I've ever met, mm. and the fact that I have access to water that I can actually see through that's not going to give me dysentery, and <laughs> right. I didn't have to walk five miles one way to get it. Sure, things to be thankful for. You know, so yeah. so I try to mix it up and include mm. things and not repeat things either. Right. So that's, that's kind of what starts me off. Mm. And that's a good, you know, and like this... This idea, this rule of life, um, it actually is really, it's an ancient idea. And it comes from a um, St. Benedict. He's a, he's a, he's a, like a monk from like the 16th century, I want to say. Oh, and I love his eggs. Oh, mm. man, they're such, they're so good. And this idea is this, is um, hear the word rule and automatically you think of don't do this, do the, do, do that. Right. that. That's not what that's talking about. Actually, that word rule is, it comes from the uh, the word trellis. So you, you think about like a a vine, right? That you, you have a, a trellis put up so the vine can grow up the trellis. It creates this structure for the vine to grow. And okay. that's, that's the same idea for us uh, in creating a rule of life. We're creating this trellis, this structure for us to be able to grow on. And, um, and so like there's, there's four specific areas that he talks about in um, this rule of life that you should, you should add, uh, add these disciplines or add these formations, add these things into it um, so that you can have a healthy rhythm. 
And so he talks about rest. You know, what does rest look like in your life? You know, um, uh, what kind of things would you put in that in that category? Right. He has this container of uh, prayer. Right. You know, so spirituality, what does what does that look like in your life? Um, relationships is a third thing he talks about. <clears throat> and the fourth thing is work. You know, and so you have these four areas that you build this rule of life and you put things in them, right, that, 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 that correspond to those areas and you help create a healthy rhythm in your life. You know, for like me, um, you know, one of my things is with a relationship is I want to make sure that I'm leading out of my marriage with Brooke. You know, a lot of times um, <clears throat> you're leaving out your marriage, <laughs> leading out of my marriage. Oh, I thought you meant like omitting, not, like, not leaving it out, leading out of oh, my marriage, because okay. um, a lot of times uh, we uh, we give our best to work. We give our best to our friends. We give our best to the people around us. And truly, it's our spouse that deserves our best. We give our spouse our best and we lead out of that. And so for me, that is something that falls into relationship is like the number one thing in my rule of life is leading out of my marriage. Yeah, I fall way short on that. I mean, I'll just be Uh honest. I've often said, especially the job I had before this one, uh, that my wife probably felt like a single mom more often than not, you know, but Mm -hmm. but that one's hard for me because when I look at my wife and then I look at the people I'm working with, I'm like, my wife's going to live today. Mm hmm. But if I, I'm not there, if I don't go out at three o'clock in the morning and have coffee, when I Mm -hmm. get that phone call, that person might die, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's things sometimes that I do that kind of put that on a back shelf. I Mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, someday I'm going to regret missing out on a lot of time with my kids too, Mm -hmm. because of what my calling has been, you know, um, you know, not to go all biblical, but I can definitely biblical. see why was it Peter or Paul who Paul. was like, you know, if you're not married <laughs> and you want to be in ministry, it might be a good idea not to get right, married. Right, right. You yeah. know, just because when you feel called to do something, like mm-hmm. people that are wired the way, say, you and me are wired, mm-hmm. we don't really do half no. way anything if we're really invested in right. it. I mean, we, we, I always say, I don't dip my toe in the pool and see how warm the water is, right. I cannonball into that sucker and that's how I live life. Yeah, yeah. So too. I'm glad you're able to do that because right. I know me personally, mm-hmm. I am not, right. you know, and I've apologized yeah. to my wife and I've had, I'll always remember a conversation where I was mm-hmm. talking to her about that because mm-hmm. she brought it up. She mm-hmm. was like, I feel like second fiddle. I, right. And about that time I got a phone call from a mom mm-hmm. and it went over Bluetooth because we mm-hmm. were on the in the vehicle and uh, she was like, hey, David, um, you know, after I introduced myself, she's like, I think you're working with my son. And she told me his name. And I was like, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. And she started crying. And she's like, you know, I just wanted to tell you that I saw he had an appointment with you tomorrow mm. with your number. And he's not going to be able to come in and see you because he passed away. Mm. But I want to thank you because you're the only person who took time to talk to him mm. here at the very end of his life. Right. And after I got through talking to that mom and hung up, my wife looked at me with tears in her eyes. And she was like, I get it, Dave. Yeah. For sure, you know. for sure. Now, let me be clear. You said, thank, I'm glad that I can do it. This is in my rule of life. That doesn't mean that I nail it at all. I, this is something that that is my that is my heart is I want to be able to lead out of my marriage. Like, I want to give Brooke my best because I believe that when we do that, what happens is I'm able to give to others as well, right? I believe that we set it up correctly, not to go all biblical, but I believe we set it up correctly the way that God wants it set up. So it's like that bar. It's something you're trying to hit, but yes. you might not get it this jump or <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. Yes, exactly. I would love to do that too. Yes. <laughs> right. And that is part of my rule of life is that okay. that's something that I want to do, you know, um, you know, like under rest, making sure that I, you know, that you get rest, you know, and what, what does that look like in your life, man? For me, writing is a great way to rest, you know, um, for me, continuing in, in therapy is a great way for me to rest. Um, uh, having a Sabbath. 
like having a day off each week is a great way for me to rest. And by the way, for the, all those of you that don't know out there, I, I am a, a pastor as well, as well as working at Better Life and Recovery. So if you hear these spiritual words, that's why they're coming out. And I am not. <laughs> uh huh. I am a layman, which means I'm a man who likes to lay around and oh, take amen. it easy. Yes. More hammocks than anything. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I tend to be, uh, yeah, for those who don't know me, uh, my recovery is actually very faith based, but everything I tend to do tends to be very relational and. Uh, I'm a firm believer in the word unconditional positive regard. Everybody has value. We should meet people where they're at and try to help them meet their goals, not the goals or expectations I have for Mm, them because there's multiple pathways to recovery and most people's pathway is not going to look like mine. Right. I agree. And that's something that we say, you know, at least I say is not to judge other people's spiritual journey. Right. Because I don't know what's going right. on inside. You think about even what I'm reminded of the story of the Pharisees. Right. In Matthew chapter 25, when, when Jesus is like, whoa, to you Pharisees, look, look, man, you guys look beautiful on the outside. Right. You guys do everything right. It looks like you guys are the perfect Christians. But we roll away. We open that door. And inside you're full of, uh, of dead man bones. You're these whitewashed tombs on the outside. You look beautiful. But on the inside, you're full of nothing but death. Thank right? you for that. Yeah. I, I do look beautiful. On that, so. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. And it's this it's this idea that we can't, the same thing, we can't really judge somebody's spiritual journey. We can't somebody, judge somebody's recovery journey, you know, just by what we see on the outside. We don't know what's going on in the inside of them and where they're at. You know, and that's why I, I like to talk about this rule of life. I like I talked about creating these healthy rhythms because I know using that lattice analogy again, that, that if you have this lattice, if you have this rule of life set up, then you can, you can have that spiritual formation, that growth in your right. life. So lattice. So I wake up early, mm-hmm. which means I get out of my house on time, mm-hmm. if not a little bit early, which mm-hmm. allows me to be early for, because that's another one of my big rules. Mm-hmm. I want to show up early for things I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Like when I speak a lot of times, I'll show up and people are like, what are you already doing here? And I'm like, <laughs> I leave with enough time that if I have a flat tire on the way here, right. I can fix it and still make it here on time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour early if mm-hmm. you're not here in Springfield. Right. Because I can't just call a taxi and say, I'm going to leave my car here and mm-hmm. get a taxi or an Uber and then come back to it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because for me, being important is one of my, uh, being on time is one of my rules of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because, and it's very important to me because I know back, back in the day, mm. I was, the only thing people knew is that I, I probably wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. And if yes. I did, I was definitely going to be late. Right. So I've tried to make sure that, A, I don't overcommit. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I show up early to things so that people can depend on me because I am who I am and I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do mm-hmm. yesterday, today, tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And that's amazing because for me too, like there's only thing I was ever faithful at before you know, God saved my life and I got into recovery was being unfaithful. Man, I was like, I made a point. I feel like I remember making points about being late because I thought that's the thing that I should do. Oh yeah, it was cool. Right? I'm passionably late. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you know, I f- sometimes I felt like uh, the wizard at the beginning of uh, the Lord of the Rings uh-huh. when he's like, Gandalf, you're late. And he's like, I'm a wizard is always on time. time. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I was a drug dealer. I uh-huh. Whenever I showed up, that's when I was supposed to be there. And if you right. didn't like that, then I would just go to another party and sell there. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Right. Whatever. <laughs> right. So right. It, in my professional life, though, in my recovery life, it's been way more important. Mm. I'm not the center of the universe now, and I don't mm. think I am. Right. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's um, it's good because like with a rhythm, right? 
it's this idea of allowing like this like ebb and flow, like this rhythm, like you're right. you're you're bou- bouncing your head to rhythm, this ebb right. and the flow. Well, every time right? you say in the rhythm, I'm like in the rhythm of the night. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, sorry. Every time it's going through my head, yeah. I don't know why. And if it's easier to refer to this as a rhythm, it's it's, it's okay because it gets away from the idea of being rigid or rules or penalties, you know, this rule of life. But the idea is this is just creating rhythms. What is what is what does your work rhythm look like? What would go in that box? You know, for me it's like one of the things is I wanted to make sure I'm working from rest. You know, for too long I I was not resting from work and I was not able to work from rest. I was given from a place that I didn't have to give from. You right. Know? And so we want to we want to be able to work from rest. Right. And so a lot of that will tie into what does my rest look like? Am I able to take a day off? Am I able to write? Am I able to um, <clears throat> sit in the silence sometimes? Right. To able to, to, to restore myself, because me, I've taken these personality tests lately. And they keep coming back that I'm an introvert, right? No, I was thinking you didn't have any personality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I found out That's I have no personality. personality. It keeps coming back an introvert. So that means I get energized by being alone, right? That's where I my refreshing comes from, right? And so for those of you guys out there, if you're extrovert, introvert, or you're amnivert, wherever you're at in that. I'm an extro intro. Are you? So like yeah. the amni, yeah. <clears throat> where I have to, like, I get energy from people. Mm-hmm. But that drains my batteries and I have to be by myself so that those batteries will fill back up so yep. that I can be around people tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. 100% right. And you need to you need to own that because if if you don't plan for that in your work with a healthy rhythm, right, you're going to come in being drained. You're going to be able not to give. You're going to give from a place that you don't have to give from. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of doing a certified peer specialist training right now. And today we, was actually the day that we go over the entire ethical code. Mm. Um in one of the sessions and it's one of the things I talk about. I'm like, you have to understand not giving yourself self-care means you're breaking your ethical code Mm. because you're supposed to be able to give the best services possible and you can't give good services if you're drained. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I see so many people and I am one of those people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I thrive on an IV drip of caffeine. (laughs) Uh, I'm like just death wish coffee, just Put it right in. here, right? Death wish. You know, but mm-hmm. what I see is uh, I see a lot of people that that aren't giving their best and mm-hmm. they're not showing up for meetings and people are always having to make excuses for them. Well, you know, they're so busy, they can't be here. Mm. Then they need to slow their butts down they because do. obviously they're over committing, which means they're not taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. which means they're not going to be able to give good services to the people that they're trying to support. Mm, that's so good. You know, you know I had a, a coaching call yesterday where, or I have a guy, a mentor who's coaching me and he was like, you know, every door that opens to you is not an opportunity from God. And he's like, you, you need to, you need to, you need to, for me, prayerfully consider what it is. Right. And, and, and definitely if you're getting to that point where you're not be able to show up to places and, and you know, cause you're so busy, uh, you're, you're, you're missing it somewhere. Right. You gotta, you gotta take that step back and look at your life and say, how, what does my prayer look like or spirituality? What does the rest look like in my life? What is my relationship? What's the work, you know, and make sure you're able to, to, to lead or live out of a place of rest right. like that. And if you can't make it to a meeting, at least call ahead and let them know. Yeah, I mean, right? I had to do that yes. the other day. I'm like, listen, uh-huh. I can't make it to your meeting, but your meeting is structured and ongoing. And this one mm-hmm. is a planning meeting for a harm reduction conference. And I feel like we're only going to have a couple more of those before the conference is here. Uh-huh. And I need to be part of that. So I'll be on the next phone call. I can't make it on this one. I just wanted to make you aware. Like show respect <laughs> yeah, too. That, that's another rule. Yes, that's a good rule, right? That's more like the, like the other one, the late thing was a value, like these core values you have, right? And, uh, and those are, yeah, obs- absolutely, absolutely. And, and I think about in my life for like um, under rest, I have a, I don't, I don't allow my phone in the bedroom, right? 
Now, I do have my watch on in case there's an emergency and somebody has to get a hold of me, but I don't have it in there, so I'm not scrolling at it on it at night, you know? And so um, that, that helps me rest, helps me unplug, you know? So I don't, the first thing I don't see is news or my texts or whatever, you know? Um, but like I said, because of what I do, I, I try to stay connected. If somebody has to get a hold of me, they can call me and my watch will go off. Uh, but I, I try not to have my phone in the bedroom, so I don't have it first thing in the morning or the last thing at night. And that, that helps me. Um, and another thing, which is uh, crazy, is I don't have social media on my phone, you know. And so, um, for me, you know, the, my personality and the way that I'm it's wired. Because your wife runs your account. <laughs> it is. You're like, she won't even to. allow me on right. there. I wish. Yes. Because <laughs> for me, my personality is is like uh, if I post something, like for whatever reason, I'll consistently check to see how many likes I got or how what is going on here. And it's like I'm looking for affirmation through that, right? And so I, I have learned that um, that that to have that is always not the most healthy thing for me. So for me to operate from rest, that goes under my rest categories. No social media on my phone. He's saying all this and I'm sitting here scrolling through my phone right now <laughs> as I'm talking. Um, yeah, me uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so there's another rule. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a part of what goes into my rest, you know, and under, you know, under work, you know, I want to make sure that I, that I balance jobs, right. You know, I want to make sure that I'm balancing correctly, that I'm, I'm putting appropriate effort to each one, you know, um, which is all, you know, it's, it's, it is a, um, it's an act that for me, in my case, I have to pray and process. And so I have that under my work as well. I need to pray and process and make sure I'm acting accordingly. Mine is play and process. So we're close, <laughs> right? Yes. I'm going to go play and then I'm going to process how uh-huh. much fun I had. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go back to the drawing board. Hey, you know what? There was too much play in that. So I need to play a little bit. Wasn't enough play in that. So I need to play a little harder next time. Okay. What we got next? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's for, um, for like my, like my, my prayer or spirituality, like my weekly rhythm, what it looks like is um, my weekly Sabbath. I account into that. Um, each morning I, I try to wake up two hours before I got to go or be anywhere. And I take that time to process and to pray and to scripture and science. Saturday, right? Cause that's biblical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think Paul came in and he talked about that. You know, he, 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 I think he talked a lot about your, the Sabbath isn't a day, right? It's not a specific day, man. But yes, um, uh, my Sabbath is on Mondays and, um, most you know, pastors are. Yeah. And for me, um, silence is a big thing for some reason, just me just sitting and nothing, no noise. Uh, I like to do that for 20 minutes a day and just sit in the silence. Um, it, uh, it helps me. It helps, it helps center me. It helps, um, it helps clear out the clutter in my mind. Oh, the kids in your house have aged out. Yes. That's that's possible. We do have two dogs, right? That's, that's, that makes it kind of tough sometimes, but silence, you know, establishing like that, that rhythm in the morning and what does your evening look like? You know, um, I like to do what's called the daily office, which is something that I do a couple times a day where it's just a five minutes where I will sit and I will go maybe through a short devotion or I'll do two minutes of silence and, and I'll read a Psalm and then go through for two more minutes of silence and just, just ways to, to, for me to reconnect with my creator. Right. And, and, and then, and then go back at my day. And so that's what like the spirituality aspect of that, that rhythm looks like in my life. Okay. That makes sense. Right. And then for um, relationships, right? I talked about leading out of my marriage. I talked about that one of the things I want is leaving out your marriage. I got that. (laughs) Leaving out my marriage, right? Making sure she doesn't know what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Super important things. (laughs) That's how you build a solid (laughs) relationship right there, honestly. The other thing is, is develop an intimate conversations with our kids, right? You know, for me, it's new um, having added just two more kids to the mix, right? For me and developing those intimate conversations and making sure in our relationship that that I'm honoring that. For me, uh, one of the, the biggest struggles I have is uh, developing close friendships, right? I'm good at uh, keeping people at arm's distance. And so that's part of um, 
part of under my relationship is making sure that I try to develop um, good friendships. Yeah, I don't do that. I'm, I'm really bad at that, too, mm-hmm. honestly, because I don't have time. Like, I went years without having a best friend because I have to have somebody that's actually actively engaged in mm-hmm. what I'm doing. That's good. Because I don't have time. Mm-hmm. If Because recovery isn't just uh, my job. It's mm-hmm. my hobby. It's my pastime. It's, you know. Right. I, like, people are always like, like, what are the two most important things in your life? And I'm like my faith and my recovery. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, what about your wife? What about your kids? And I'm like, well, without my faith and without my recovery, I don't have my wife and mm, kids. Wow. So that needs to be my focus. Mm. Whereas like you may focus on the family. For mm-hmm. me, those two mm-hmm. are like my two pillars. Right, right. Because I know if I were to start chaotically using again, mm. I would not be sure. a good place for my family to be. Right, absolutely. Um, And I know that without my faith, that kind of gives me the impetus to do. right. Well, right. you know, I know amazing people that are atheist mm-hmm. and agnostic. I always, I've always said I am not one of those people. Right, right. Yep. Um, I'm very, I was very much a hedonist mm-hmm. uh, where I'm going to enjoy myself right Feels now. Good. Let's do it. And right. if I hurt you, yeah. as long as I have fun, I don't care. Right. Sorry. Yeah. You know, and that's how I lived my life for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that faith piece was the piece that was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not going to turn to dust when I die. Someday I need to give account. Mm. That's powerful. And right now, as Black Widow said in uh, the Avengers movie, I got a lot of red in my ledger. <laughs> right. You know, and uh-huh. I might need to, uh, are acts going to get me anywhere? No, they're not. But mm. you know what? For my own well-being, right. if this life isn't all there is, mm. then I would rather stack up some positive stuff and prepare for whatever comes after this life. Mm. If it's just dust, you know what? At least I lived my life well and I did good right. things. Right, right. And if it's not dust, it's not dust. Man, then you know what? There's a lot of good stuff coming. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. if it's reincarnation, I'm coming back as like a dolphin, man. I'm coming a back as a dolphin. Some awesome, right? Yeah, I'm coming back as a dolphin or an eagle. One of the two. <laughs> oh gosh, right? I love. I'd rather it. be a dolphin, yes. favorite animal. Um, but yeah. Oh. So, but that's how I look at it. Mm. So those two things have to be my primaries, mm-hmm. and everything else falls mm-hmm. under that. Yep, and I would agree with you on that. I would say this that. Uh, through my faith in God flows my recovery, right? And without that being number one, I, everything else is no, no not right. a chance, right? You know, um, so one hundred percent, I'm on the same on the same page as that. I didn't even know we were on pages, man. It's we're same page. We got we got lattices in here. We got pages in here. I mean, the flowers, uh, the <laughs> ivy is growing up the wall. It's gonna look like Wrigley here before it's done. <laughs> I love it. What what? Let's go yeah. go hang out at Addison and Clark, man. It'll be let's, all good. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I just you know my encouragement is this that, that people take some time and just you know take a few hours and say what is this? What is what are some healthy rhythms in my life that I have established and maybe need to establish? You know. So, okay, let's go through this for everybody. Like if somebody's at home and Mm -hmm. they want to create their own lattice, Mm -hmm. right? So thing number one is going to be prayer, prayer, meditation, meditation, whatever that looks like in your life. So the first box would be prayer. So it could be, you know, for somebody say somebody that's not Christian, it could be meditation, mindfulness techniques. It could be yoga. It could be, it could be walks in nature. It could be walks. For me, I always say, uh, my second church is on the river in a kayak, yeah. not paddling, just floating, mm-hmm. just letting the water take me wherever and just appreciating yeah. this earth for what it is, man. This is, this could be a beautiful place yeah. yeah, and it's a very, very spiritual experience mm-hmm. for me and it helps me center. It mm-hmm. helps me yeah. focus and it really rejuvenates me. Yep. And I would say that anything that increases your connectedness. 
right? Whatever that, whatever that is in your life that would go in your prayer box. So for some people, it's walking barefoot in grass. Yeah, Literally, I've really heard people is. say, this is how I connect. Uh-huh. And I feel this connection with the earth when right. I do that. Yep. Okay. I agree. And then the second one is rest. So um, regardless of your faith or no faith, you got to have rest, right? right. I mean, that's just what we're built. Even the earth is built like sun and moon. Four and hours, days whether I need it or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We gotta have rest, and so what do you put in that rest? Maybe you're taking a day off. Maybe writing is restful for you. Um, uh, for some people, I think even uh, working out can be a, a thing that they think they, it's a rest from work. It's a rest from the things right. going on in your life. So, so you got you got your spirituality, your connectedness, your prayer. Then you got your box of rest. What goes in my rest? What is something that that goes in there? You know, maybe for you having no social media on your phone, or maybe not scrolling for the last hour before you go to bed. Right? Yeah. You or maybe it is sitting in front of a. You know, I always say like the movie theater, it's another way that I unplug because that would put that in rest. That's where it goes. It's for the one, that's the one time that I'm not connected to something electronic. Mm -hmm. Like I don't look at my texts. I don't look at uh, my emails. I don't answer phone calls. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm at a movie. So for two hours. Yeah. And sometimes I'll go to back-to-back movies if I feel really drained Mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, I just need some time. I will go see two movies generally by myself Mm -hmm. and just sit there and mind numb for four or five hours, which is yeah. something I never get to do. Yeah. And that's right. Re- that, that would go in there. And that's, yeah. that is a, a recharging, a restful experience for you. Absolutely. So prayer, rest, relationships, right? Let's talk about sex. <laughs> so relationships. Relationships, period. Yeah. Like yeah. accountability partners, yes, mentors, friends, sponsors. Family, all of that. Yeah. That would like in your relationships would also like you, like what, what meetings are you attending? Right. Put that stuff in there where you're creating these, these connections, you know, in our relationships, healthy relationships. Right. And the last one is your, is your work, you know? Um, so for the work, you know, how are you going to balance your work? Right. What is, what is, um, what is your day looking like when you get to work? Right. How are, how are you starting that day? You want to be not so much reactive, but proactive, right? right? You don't want to react to the things that are happening to you that day. You want to be proactive when you're going in there. Yeah. And if you can't take care of somebody else, you can't really take care of yourself. That's good. Right? That's good. And maybe like I have in here, continue to take classes. Like, you know, I'm still taking, I'm in, I'm still taking you classes no class. in Bible still school, <laughs> but maybe that's part of your deal. Right. And personal development, right. Making sure you have, per- you're, you are, you're pursuing personal development inside of, inside of that. I have that under work, you know? And so you got these four boxes again, prayer, rest, relationship, work. And, and in that you can create this lattice that's going to allow for, for, for transformative growth in your life. And it's going to allow for you to be healthy so that you can help and support others too, right? right. It's going to help you be holistically healthy, Mm -hmm. like spiritually, physically, emotionally, psychologically, all across the gamut. Mm -hmm. Maybe not financially, depending on what your work and rest look like. Right, right, right. right. Sure. You know. But um, you build this lattice, right? And those other things you can add into as 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 you grow. Yeah. And for me, money used to be so important. And now I'm just like, you know what? If my bills are paid and there's my kids have food and Mm -hmm. they're wearing clean clothes and I'm good. Good. You know, I don't need uh, a a hundred inch aqueous TV. I'd like one, (laughs) especially with Baldur's Gate 3 getting ready to come out. I'd love one. But Uh you know what? I don't I don't need that. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, another rule in my life. Mm-hmm. was kind of understanding the difference between wants and needs. Mm, so good. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's the next podcast. Yeah, we can do something like that. We can Absolutely. do something on wants and needs next. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, let's do it. All righty then. So anything to add here? Did we miss anything? Did we make it through? So I think we made it through, Develop yeah. your own rule of life. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, find things out there. I'm also big on what are called RAP plans, like mm-hmm. WRAP, Wellness mm-hmm. Recovery Action Plans. Uh-huh. 
Um, I'm big on recovery enhancement plans, not Mm. relapse prevention plans. Let's focus on building the positive in your life, not the addressing the negatives, but building the positives because eventually I'm having so much fun and doing so many things that I don't have time for those negatives to creep back into my Mm. life. And if they do through my recovery enhancement plan, I've built up the foundation and everything else. That's good. So I think this is an important tool in like a recovery enhancement plan is getting those rules of life down and figuring these areas out. Exactly right. And just love it. Establishing healthy rhythms. All righty then. That's all I got. There you go. So, uh, everybody, I just want to say have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. See you guys. Later. In closing, I just want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please join us every week for new episodes. If you want to connect with us further, if you have any questions, topics you'd like to hear in the future, or maybe would like to be on the podcast sometime, you can connect with us at betterlifeandrecovery.com. Uh, there's a better life and recovery page on Facebook, or you can, uh, we're on Twitter, uh, B L I R underscore N P O. Also, this podcast is part of the studio DNA podcast network. You can find out more about the network at studio DNA.media. Thanks a lot. Y'all have a great week. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Yak. Sports Yak. It's Sports Yak.